0: hello guys it's me here lena and welcome back to my podcast at discussing topics if you're new here to this podcast or show please like and subscribe or follow depending on the app that you're using to listen to this particular podcast now today i'm not my normal self today i'm discussing more about How I am lost. I can't seem to find myself. Now, before we divulge or dive into this particular topic or issue, I would like to take you guys back to many years ago how I started, how I found myself, how I have seen that I don't particularly think that I can be able to move forward I particularly I'm tired I don't even know what to do I don't even know whether um, the choices I made are good I don't know whether to move forward or backwards so join me on this journey and see how everything turns out or turned out rather and also if you have any advices to give to me and open to it now let's go back to rewind back to many years ago okay uh first of all i've introduced myself here before but because of this particular topic or issue or episode i'm going to uh, reintroduce myself my full name is lina zion some people do call me that also I'm from uh, Imo State in Nigeria. I'm Igbo, it's a, a, a tribe in Nigeria actually. And I'm 20 years old. I live in um, Padua, Italy, with my parents. My siblings are in uh, Nigeria. Two so out of five of my siblings are married. Like I have, um, we are five in number. I'm the last child, and I'm also the second girl because we are three boys and two girls so it started like this a few years back like many many years ago um i was born and my family jubilated so after that uh when i was five years my dad you know started processing our papers to travel abroad you know come to italy here and it didn't work out why I can't seem to go into details but just know that in Nigeria there is a thing called voodoo and we do believe in it so we actually believe that it was voodoo and also our village people as we also refer it. So I decided um, since uh, the papers didn't work I can't uh, keep myself uh, you know, in one place or be hoping that oh I'm going to leave everything I'm going to be doing and you know focus on that. So I decided, why not? Uh, let me just study in Nigeria instead. And my dad went back. I didn't know that he also, you know, continued uh, going forward with the papers. So fast forward to the front or to, to the future, I stayed with my mom in Imo State for some time before my dad called her to come to Lagos because then he was now sending goods to sell in Nigeria like clothes foodstuffs. So I, my mom left me and she went to Lagos and I was left with my brothers. So my mom foresaw that if I was to save my brothers, they weren't going to give me like the care I needed. The attention I needed as a girl, as a growing up a teenager. So because there is much to, to, to learn as a teenager, if you don't have uh, like a woman figure beside you, you are going to go wrong in a lot of places. And being that from the country where I come from, then there wasn't much computers, at least to say, okay, in case something is happening to your body, you're having changes, you can, you know. Um, read about that or search. so then I didn't have even mobile phone so I left my sister took me in she's uh, my very my big sister she's a very good friend of mine she's my best friend. she's basically my everything so she took me in and I stay with her in another part of Nigeria called Edo State for five months five years and some months I was basically the nanny, the cleaner and everything in the house, but she took me as a sister. don't know if you guys shouldn't look at it as a weird way. It's actually a normal thing in Nigeria. that If you go to your relatives house, you get to do everything there. So don't look at it as if she took me as a maid. So um I wrote my jam before I go into this particular story, the jam part. My dad has always wanted me to be a medical doctor. Although although I would say I was the one that pushed him to think that because when I was a little, you know, they kept asking me what do you want to become, what do you want to be, and I keep saying I want to be a medical doctor. But I think parents shouldn't take that to heart. They shouldn't take what their kids tell them to heart, like at this young age, because they can basically say anything. Kids sometimes, when they see uh, professionalists on um, TV, televisions, they, they tend to say, I want to be a pilot, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, but you, t- you don't take that into a uh, um, heart and say, yeah, that's what my daughter, or that's what my son, I know it's not, it's not bad to hope, but allow them to get to that teenage level, then it's then they will know what they want to study, so particularly my dad took it very seriously and he was always telling me to study medicine, which I later grew up to you know, hate. I hated science classes. One time, um, I got, uh, I think, 40 something on my maths exam, over 100, my principal came over to me and told me, Cynthia, if you continue this way, I don't see you moving forward. Your dad or the person forcing you to do this, going to write the exams for you on that day so you better make up your mind now that you still have chance to choose between what you want or what the other person wants so I took I took that um, advice to heart and when I also came to beginning to my sister we discussed it with the husband the husband told me also the same thing so the husband said pursue what is in your mind you don't know how God might turn out to bless you. You might be surprised. He works in mysterious ways. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do just that. So my sister said, even if you study uh, what is on your mind, you can tell her that that's not what studied after you have finished everything. But just make sure that you don't dupe him or maybe tell him, maybe uh, collect extra money for being that medicine is more expensive than the course I was going through and what course was i going for first of all i am an artist i'm I'm, like i'm multi-talented in the way that anything that i put my mind to i tend to learn it but if my mind my soul my passion isn't even into that basically i'm not going to you know get that right like for example i'm a content creator i create content i'm a podcaster i'm a youtuber i design I also want to learn all this UX and UI you know programming data stuff because I love I love computers a lot. I love exploring on the internet, I love searching. So uh, as you can see, my heads are in many places. but I always try my best to put my head at place in one time. let me not go crazy, you know <laughs> So let's get back to what I was saying. uh before I go back, let me take a sip of my very great oranges. Hmm. great, refreshing so my sister after telling me all those things after giving me advices I decided why don't I do what's on my mind and being that uh, being an artist in Nigeria is a very big shamble in the sense that you can't make it I know most people are gain from it but it's not something that you put in as your main job it's more like a side hustle so i decided to leave that and venture into script writing and movies because particularly that's one of the main things that is gaining lots of money lots of um attention in nigeria but the thing is just that you have to find the right audience and being that most of the time you have to sell your body to get the right audience that's very bad so i'm like even though i you know, studied the course, theater arts and film studies, I could actually move out of Nigeria one day because I have always hoped to go to other countries. So I said, even though it's not my dad, it could be my husband, it could be my sister's husband, it could be anybody that could just say, oh, come on, I want to take you out, you know, take you out of Nigeria. And whenever I apply for uh, maybe a course or apply for a job, pertaining to what I studied, they're going to actually see that uh, yeah, this girl, she has um, a knowledge of what she's going there to do. So it won't be like a dropout uh, case that maybe they will say, oh, I don't think you fit into this role or something. So I decided to venture into that. The first by road, that was when I was still in science class, because actually in Nigeria, we have three, three different type of classes we have science we have arts then we have social science social science is actually comprised of the two subjects science and arts so it could be that they mostly did it for people that want to study not engineering or law but i have forgotten the, like business marketing all those kind of uh, courses so she uh, i st- uh, the first jam i wrote was uh, 150 and you guys know that was like not even the cut-off mark like for universities and uh, in nigeria for medicine so i was very like down i was very depressed it seems as if my whole world has you know collapsed because most of my mates they passed the exams it wasn't like that i wasn't intelligent but just that my mind my body my soul wasn't just into that course so it was as if my mind my brain was failing itself to so, uh, show me the right way and after that my sister you know you know told me some things and i got up, back up and decided to try the second time the second time i failed again i got 170 i also drowned back to my sorrow depression my sister was like oh you just only wrote two and you're crying what are those are written five me i wrote up to five before i could get to the university and it's not because I wasn't intelligent; it's because of the system, the corruption, and everything. So I'm like, if she could do it, I can. And this time around, she told me, "In yeah. here," And she usually called me. Why not? Um, <coughs> sorry. Try the course that you want instead of the one that Dad wants. Try the one that you want. And I said, "Medical, uh, uh, theater, arts, and something like this. She this." said, "Yes, go into it." And I said, "But I didn't study um, arts." in nigeria I says but yes, yeah, you study social science i said yes but literature in english i only studied it for just um three terms for the senior secondary school one and the senior secondary school two and three the remaining ones were uh, science so he said i know what you could enroll in a in a lesson that looks like like the lesson we call it like that lesson in nigeria is for people that maybe they haven't been in the classroom for a long time that is to you know juggle their memory refresh it for them to remember what was being taught and how to uh, tackle the exam so i'm like okay i am going to register i said my dad so i also did um purchase an admission or sorry or a subscription or should i say um to register for another um, exam called NECO. Which would also allow me if in case I didn't because my work was obviously science so I have to choose another exam that could replace it that would be uh, arts. So guess what I wrote my, uh, my neco I got it. I wrote my, <coughs> my jam I got 207 My sister was like wow This was what you have been struggling since you see you barely even read it. you just had only three months to study and you are up to this task you're up to this amount what if you have studied like that was always what you have wanted to do imagine the kind of score you have gotten now so like wow i didn't even read i didn't even study that much and i got seven because that's like a very big deal you can, you can get up to 200 in jam in nigeria that's you are you are you, that's like you are very intelligent because we all know how the system is. Nigerians know. So after that, and mind you, while I was doing this, the, my first and second jump was with my sister. But my third jump was when I went, I later went on to stay with my mom mm. in Lagos. So we were talking through phone about all this. So after I finished my jam, mm. it was time for up to test you know take a second um exam before you can get it in university that was when my visa came out and you guys know i can't leave visa for school but that at least the country i'm going to is better than my own country sorry to say it, but everybody knows this is true so i left and here i am and also when i was leaving i thought italy or other co- all, all the countries in the whole world spoke english i didn't even know that think 50 percent or let's say um, 40 30 I don't know I can't recall don't speak English they rather speak their native language I'm like why can't you speak English it's not like they can't speak but they chose not to and also it was English was introduced to their I think their class uh, schedule or calendar timetable recently it was it hasn't been long I think few many a few years ago and the people that i learned either learned while they you know visited another country or they, they didn't actually grow up neatly and i was like dumbfounded. in nigeria we all speak english we speak pidgin we speak english we speak french we speak our native language which is actually four languages so because of if uh, there are many tribes there are many languages there are many dialects in Nigeria it's good it can be confusing for foreigners and outsiders we decided to not, like you know not learn, not the, we not only speak English because uh, the British people colonized us no we spoke it because we saw that it was one language we also spoke our native language but that was just like the second um, turnabout of it Because if a foreigner was to come to Nigeria and we didn't speak English, the foreigner has to learn the three languages or all the languages together. Because if you're in Lagos, you're traveling to East, you're going to speak Yoruba in Lagos. And if you're traveling to East, you're going to speak Igbo. If you're traveling to the North, you're going to speak um, Hausa. If you're traveling to the other parts, you can speak Edo, Ibibio, Efik. Uh I don't know their their lang- the name of their language but that's the name of the state the State. so it has lots so we started to settle on one language so imagine me finding out that they only speak their own language although it's only one language but it has different dialects too but at least people can still understand what they are trying to say but the thing is that this language is not like French although it's similar to French but it's not French I was very shocked. I was thinking if I got here, I was just going to immediately get into the rusty, walk my way up, and then become somebody good, great in life that could help, you know, add something to the world, you know. I was the mother that was angry at myself. My dad didn't make things easier. When we came here, he kept dragging us up and down. He kept telling me how my mates are working, you know, up and uh, everything, all those hurtful words that... Sometimes, I begin to think, is he even my dad? Like, I know parents try to, like, keep their children back on their feet, but this is, wasn't actually keeping me back on my feet. This was actually making me to think of suicide. Like, one time, I even thought of it, but I began to think of my friends, My family, my siblings, you know, and also God that created me because I am a Christian and I believe that committing suicide is a sin. So how am I going to kill myself for another person? If tomorrow I'm to die, the person will continue living while I just killed myself for nothing. So I'm like, okay, since I'm very good with uh, watching movies, I'm just going to drown myself in there and also pray to God to help me out so later on i applied for uh, school through the help here so after i finished applying it turned out that you can't if you are if you didn't grow up here you weren't born here in italy you can't um apply also i, I knew i knew then but thank god i saw i met some people that changed my mindset so um you, you can't apply for to, uh, to go to the university direct unless you applied while you were coming or your parents applied for you or someone maybe your guardian, or anybody so i was very very devastated i was like i can't stay one more time and be going to you know like repeating my life here i have to like attend a secondary school attend college before i can get into university so and when i came here i saw that racism that was the first time i witnessed racism but i'm not going to go into details because i've already told that story before but that was the first time I witnessed what racism is. Because in Nigeria, all of us are with really like the same color. Even though you are fair, you are dark, we are all the same. We don't look at someone that this person is different from me. So this was the first time I witnessed it. I was like, is this what it's called? Like, someone who hates another person just because of color? Just because of country? new no stereotyping? I was very angry. So... Um, <clears throat> I told my I told myself if I wanted to study theater arts it's not going to be here because apparently I'm not going to get the job even though I'm good at it because apparently they are not going to take me why because of the racist stuff so I decided to go into a course that I know that it is undeniably you can never deny me of the job because it's everywhere and what causes that is medicine back to square one Back to the courses, back to the course I hated. I was like thinking, what am I going to do? And my dad kept rambling about work, about school, about everything. Whew! I got tired. So I started the podcast. I said, why not wallow in this? Give others attention that was never given to me. Tell people how life is from my own perspective. And here I am. So, as I was making that podcast, people started knowing me, I started getting friends, I started people, we started conversing, I began to ask them series of questions of what I am to do with my life, of how my situation is. They told me their own uh, story, they also told me the, address, the ways to follow. Some told me to be rebellious, some told me to be calm, some told me to be to do what was on my mind. So I was like, okay, I've had you all. I'm going to try my best to do my best. So I, you know, uh, decided to start um, listening to God more, start praying. Although <clears throat> I might not be a prayer warrior, but I tried my best. I tried my possible best because I approached God I told him you are my dad you are my father you are the only person I know you're the only person that could help me so um, after everything my few months later or few days later like I was going to all the agencies I know to look for work I couldn't even find one and I finished the first stage of the school, which was uh, 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 our, no, call it A1 here. So I was to attend the secondary school. And like, oh my God! Like whenever I think of it, I think of my mates are in university. Sometimes I also think that maybe some of my mates are also dead. So I think that if there is life, there is hope. So. Few months uh, after everything, like you know, months went by with that job. Oh, my dad still continuing on his way, and I was like, hmm, actually, I can just leave him. You know, I won't even talk to him. I won't even um, reply him if he just whenever he starts all those kind of things. I just put in my headset and you know, leave the world, go to the um, astral world through music. So. A few months back, I took my mom to Rome, we went to Rome for her passport because it was expired, so there I met this um, young lady, (coughs) she showed me some things like, because she was born here so she actually knows the ways, the in and out of everywhere. She told me how to apply for university, how to know because i don't need to go back she was actually the person that enlightened me that i don't need to go back to uh, secondary school college i could just transcribe my WAEC results like the results i got in nigeria to italian language then submit it then i'm ready to go if i have the tuition fees so i'm like wow i didn't even know but i already asked a doctor friend of mine he also said the same thing but this was i was confused because he didn't explain everything little bit by bit because he wasn't always available He was always busy so i'm like okay i think i'm going to try this but not now whenever i have money i will attend i know i'm going to go to the university i'm going to be a graduate and i'm going to come out one day and say yes i did this i got this job myself so after that we came back and i kept on applying for jobs so because of this, is um, this time is summer and there are job opportunities. Thank God, people were calling me, and luckily I got one. So as I got one, I didn't tell my dad. I processed everything by myself. Even to the extent that I di- I didn't even know half of the what they were saying, but I was just saying yes to everything. Uh, language is all about making mistakes and also learning. So I finished everything and. I'm working now as a cleaner in a bank and I'm helping, I'm also helping my mom to look for a job. At least for now, my dad has backed off my back like he hasn't said anything about job work again. You know, he's trying to find other ways to, to try and bully me but I am let, I'm not letting him in again. So, what am I trying to say in all this? Am I like a failed um, experiment? is my life on a bridge of uh, falling down or is it just rising because sometimes i also think i see people that make youtube videos i see people that make podcasts it blows up why haven't mine but then at the time i remember everyone is not the same if everyone was the same all fingers would be equal so i'm like maybe it's not my time yet one day i would also be celebrating also be inspiring other people Making them see their true so making them see there's more to this life than just um, cruise as Nigerians who say it. So I decided, why not just flow with it? You know, go through the process instead of trying to run away from it. I decided to go into it, uh, putting more uh, effort on my YouTube, putting more effort on my podcast, and just let it. You know serve itself out because I was tired of trying to be the best I say why not be among those who arrange who is going to be the best and in this life I also try to cut down my ways of because I always like um, putting two on things together like I'll be doing this I won't be concentrated I'll be doing lots of things at the same time you can't serve too much stuff at the same time if your mind isn't right you really can't do anything that's my quote, Lena, 2022. You know, when you realize you can't walk, do something out of something you normally do. It could be anything. You can just be walking and say, "Okay, I think I need a break." We call it the Pomodoro technique. You can just find something else doing. Just don't go to your phone. Just you can write. Writing helps. You could, um, you know, stroll down. You could um, draw. You could listen to music you could watch a little bit of movies but just don't go to any social media app because that's going to take you into the uh, deeply into what you don't want and also when you are doing it forget everything else just focus on that thing that you are just doing just focus leave everything behind abstract your mind Let your soul flow you know be you in you i don't know if you're trying to get understand what i'm trying to you get so and also feel every part of it like the good the bad the ugly feel everything try to recall try to know your mistakes try to know where to get it wrong sorry to get it right and also please sleep sleep try to sleep life is more important than work if someone is to die today work continues so what am i trying to say bonus of everything is when you feel like your mind is building up on more things you are thinking of various things out school you're thinking of oh your friends have already and got into the university your friends is working your friends are they have money your friends are this and friends are that you know put it into writing try to speculate like say from now, till now I think I'm going to do something out of normal something normal out of normal. like I'm just going to do something different from what I usually do. Like I said, before, writing is very good. You can also be like um, trying to uh, communicate with other peers of your age, try mm-hmm. to find out how they deal with issues like this. It can also help you in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So now I haven't actually figured myself out completely, but um, I'm sure I'm on my way to completely figuring it out. Yes, I'm no longer lost. I just found myself. I made up with the old new me. Sorry, I made up with the old me and then I created a new me. I made up with the old me and I created a new me. A new me that I can flow with. A new me that I see as a, a greater person. A new me that lives thinking. A new me that sleeps. A new me that enjoys life as it is. A new me that also brings in new ideas. So, bonus to all what I'm saying is in this life, as Nigerians say it. Try to enjoy putting your work and your fun time mm-hmm. together, but not in the space of killing yourself. Mm-hmm. If you know works works for you, then do it. Actually, and also please do not compare yourself with others. That kills a lot. That made me feel so much depressed. Like, why can't I get to the university? Why? Why? Why can't I do that? Okay. But I found out that everyone is not equal your time is not the same it can be different who knows i might not actually be in the university now but who knows tomorrow who i might actually be like where will where will i be so right now i have figured out that i might not be into medicine i have chosen to uh study psychology so instead of going to like medicine and surgery going to uh, chemists, pharmacists, i'm not going to do that I went into psychology because I love communicating with people. So, you see, in one way or the other, I've also chosen what I hate. But now I choose the passion in the work. I choose what I hate to, to love with later on. I don't know if you're trying to understand what I'm trying to say, but if you listen to this deeply, think through it, you see what I mean. So, guys. That will be all for today. And please, while you're trying to find yourself, please do not get lost. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. Please like, share and subscribe. I'll see you when I see you. Bye.